and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. We are, as always, a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT, and I am your host, Sunder Bjorn. And with me today, I have Dylan Fox. Hi. Sandre. Just a two-man show this week. Two-person yeah. show, more accurately. And we are here talking so many things that has happened in wrestling. But I'm so happy to be here with everybody. Uh, shout out to all the listeners, as usual. Uh, just know that I love you guys so much. All the people listening to the show. Uh, hopefully you guys have fun and enjoy it. Even though there's a lot of news, not all of it good news, but there is good and bad, obviously. Life's a roller coaster, up and downs, and, and sideways times as well. Nobody recognizes the sideways time. But yeah. They are there. Uh, but hopefully everybody enjoys the show. And Sandre, there's going to be a lot of us together <laughs> this week. We already did our show on the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Lariat, talking about the best of Super Juniors for New Japan. And uh, we'll be doing a couple more shows on, on Sunday. So me and you are well acquainted now. And in addition to all of our just general talks and chit-chats, usually revolving around wrestling in some form uh, on there. Although this is some behind-the-scenes talk right now about to give everybody. Before the show, uh, I went to get up and I said I was going to use the bathroom, which I did, I did do, to be fair. But also, I went to the kitchen and I saw, because I noticed that we had bought, uh, me and my great-grandpa Ken, We've got a big thing of barbecue, which is like pulled pork, pulled pork, which if anybody knows me, they know I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. That's my hometown. If you are not inside America, it's very well known as the place of grilling things. It doesn't even have to be meat. It could be like corn. You know, you could put a thing, a corn on the cob on the grill and grill it here. We grill everything. We put barbecue sauce on everything. It doesn't make sense to many people, but when you're from Memphis, that's what you do. You put barbecue on. And last night was a pretty rough night for me personally. So when I see the ability to grill things, that just perks my attitude up. So right before I got in here to record the show, my attitude jumped up. My heart grew like three times its size, like the barbecue Grinch right now. So with that said, Sandre, my hype level is very high between me and you. So we need to get going and talk about some good wrestling and whatever we have to say, I'm just glad that we're doing it together. Yeah. I <laughs> wild story. about <laughs> barbecue. What I do you it. know about the barbecue Grinch, Sandre? I, I only what you just told me. <laughs> it's because I just made it up. <laughs> That's why there's no information on this thing that I just made up. True. Well, so no Yannick this week. Uh, he can make it, but we are holding the flag down as always for Dragon Gate and DDT and some Gleet this week. But we have, first of all, we have a lot of Dragon Gate to cover because we, of course, didn't talk about the uh, tri- triple header in Sapporo last weekend because none of us had wa- watched the shows in full yet. And to be honest, you you don't need to watch these uh, Hokkaido Sapro shows in full. The BB Hulk and Casey Homecomings from the 19th of May to the 21st of May. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all Dragon Gate in the soccer the soccer hall of Sapporo uh, number two one stadium, which is a very small like small time venue. It feels like every time I see it. 
So the thing about these Sapporo triple headers from Dragon Gate is that they are they really just serve one purpose, and that is to have a homecoming for two of their biggest stars in PB Hulk and Casey. And they don't make that much of an effort to make it watchable for the international audience because they they might have like title matches and big singles matches that you would deem that you need to watch like like Casey versus BB Hulk and the artist no the Triangle Gate match on the second night and the Bray Gate match on the sec- on the third night but they don't put the effort into making it presentable because they barely plug in the the sound for the sound system so it the sound only comes out of one air uh they have like a a film grain on the on the they have the like most low low effort camera that feels like a, I'm playing like a game for on the GameCube. It is the most shots low fired at the GameCube <laughs> on this show. What are you thinking, Sandra? You have me on the show solo now. You can't Yannick can't protect us now. You are throwing shots at the GameCube or. Maybe the the quality of the screen on the game. The quality of the screen. <laughs> uh, okay, I just wanted to make sure because I I almost jumped out of my my seat when you said that. I apologize. But yeah, they they don't make these shows that presentable for the Dragon Gate uh, Network subscribers, and I wish they would because these shows I think I would have enjoyed way more if I could just watch it in actual good quality. You know, the thing is, there's really no... I guess it's just a money issue. <laughs> you know, like, are they too yeah. cheap to, to bring things, I guess? Because what you said is actually true. Like, GameCube, slander aside. Uh, what you said is totally right. I think that... The problem is, too, is that... Not just quality-wise, but your mentality as a viewer... When you see... See how it looks, you see the setup... And then you see the cards they put on in these. They're basically telling you right away, hey, you don't have to care about these shows. <laughs> and I think that's a big issue. Yeah. But then you ha- then I kind of have to care about these shows because they Yeah, then they do something matches. that makes you... Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a title change. <laughs> but I, I if, you, them, so. if you want to see how this venue can look, if they have like good production... Go and watch another match we're going to talk about later in Tiok versus Czech Shimitani, which was in the same building. Did you know that? Elite, <laughs> they they do two things that you know that they're going to do. They're going to put effort into production, and they're going to like your tweets that mention Elite by name. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they they have accomplished both of those in the last month. Yeah, but. We'll get to the Glee show uh, or the the uh, Tiok and Check match, uh, but first we need to talk about these Sapporo shows in, from Dragon Gate. But we'll not talk about the full shows uh, in full. Uh, <laughs> like we don't need to. You don't need to hear our our, our opinion on Don Fuji and Punch Tominaga versus Kai and Yo. I uh, like that. It was a match. <laughs> the from night one, the match I want to touch on the most from this show was the main event, the special singles match, homecoming match for both wrestlers, because both wrestlers are from the area of Sapporo Hokkaido. BB Hulk versus 
Casey. 18 minutes and 7 seconds, and BB Hulk won with the H Thunder. After over-delivering so much. This... Like, I... I I was talking bad about the production, but the, I, the production, this match was so good that it blew away all the production issues because I was so impressed by BB Hulk. Probably BB Hulk's best singles performance in years. What do you think about this match? Yeah, I totally agree. I thought this was cool, actually. For a smaller show, you know, you're doing this, you want to do something that feels special, and this match. It felt special. It feels like this is not the kind of performance you get from BB Hulk on a regular basis. I know me and you both agree that he's really done a good job in, uh, you know, uh, Gold Class right now. Yeah, I think that he's been a great guy to have teaming with Nora, uh, the the Triangle Gate Championships. He's done a good job in, but as a singles. This was where it was at. I thought he did a great job. And KZ, uh, I mean, what more can you say about him? This guy, just such a talented person, always been a great player in DG, always never really got his due in terms of the the main title, but the fan base has always surrounded him, and he has only improved from the beginning. I mean, these two have been aligned for so long, and go back to the MCKZ days to yeah. now, and I mean... Man, he's just really grown so much. So it makes t- perfect sense to me that they would really put their all into this. And BB Hulk being able to do this in 2023 made that match have a little bit more heart and soul than maybe yeah. a normal match of this quality that would be with somebody else. And I think it all came together to make a very worthy main event and a really good match between them two. Yeah, and this was, of course, a preview uh, singles match for the match, the, uh, the Triangle Gate match the day after. And it was. You would normally think that maybe the challenger would pick up the momentum, but no, the champion did. Because on night two, in the main event, we had Kota Minora, BB Hulk, and Ben K defending their Open the Triangle Gate Championship versus Casey, Big Boss Shimizu, and Jackie Funky Kame of Gold Class. No, of Natural Vibes. Gold Class versus Natural Vibes. The fourth defense for Gold Class was not a successful one because the Natural Vice became uh, trio became the 85th champions when Casey p- uh, pinned BB Hulk got he- got his revenge with the Spider Twist. And what do you think about this title switch and this match on night two? I thought. You know, this was a good match, I thought. Uh, definitely not bad at all. The title change is interesting because, you know, a lot's been made of the big six type yeah. of deal. And this gets the title off of Minora and Benke, uh, yeah. who are two members of this group. No, um, notably, notably, Madoku Kikura is now the only one in the Reiwa big six generation, or Reiwa generation big six leaders that is holding a title. Yes, exactly, which brings back to my uh, oft-quoted idea from a few weeks ago that the six-way would be the title match at Kobe yeah. World. And uh, considering that something will have to be the match. They're either It's either going to be that or they're going to do a match with a show with no matches on it <laughs> based on what they've announced <laughs> so far. Uh, you know, So we'll have to see where that goes. But I think that for me, 
KZ and Big Boss, it's cool that they get a belt on them again. I mean, I'm a big fan of both of theirs as wrestlers. But to see Jackie get a belt was really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, because... he, was, he was also the standout wrestler in this match. Of course it was. But... Well, yeah. I mean, you don't bet against JFK in these yeah. uh, multi-man matches here. And his performance is really strong, as you mentioned. I thought he had great chemistry with anybody he was in the ring with. But, man, I was so impressed on the gold class side with Ben K as well. Uh, I thought that he did a good job in the match. Uh, tried to make it as, again, smaller show, but a title change nonetheless. They gave it a good amount of time. There was a good spirit to the match, and I thought it really came off well by the end when uh, KZ got, like you said, the revenge pin on Hulk for the, the prior day show. So I thought it all really worked for me, and I thought it was, a, a, again, one of the few <laughs> worthy matches worth watching uh, on these tours. Yeah. So notably, this uh, this is actually Jackie Funky Kame's second time winning the Open the Triangle Gate title. And you would be, rem- like, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't know that he held the Open the Triangle Gate title before, because the last time he held it, it was 13, 13 days. <laughs> When he, 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 last year, 2022, he, uh, Jack Funk, Kame, KC, and UT of Natural Vibes held the titles for 13 days until they lost it to Gold Class, Kaito Ishida, Kota Minora, and Arukidoi, the original trio of Gold Class. What you say is true, but what a 13 days it was. <laughs> you know, UT and JFK as champions, glorious times. And, uh, Almost feels like a different company when you look at that original gold class just yeah. even a year ago. How much things have changed? Yeah, but it it definitely was um, like I remember that match where they lost it with the triangle get. That was really good. I don't I don't remember the one they wanted it wanted in. Uh, they wanted from BB Hulk, Kyo, and Shun Skywalker. Because the Triangle Gates in 2022 were flying around. <laughs> they, they were they were flying around like... Uh, okay, no, they won it in a vacant title match. Oh, that, that should be mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that... Uh, I, I always felt like that, that Natural Vibes trio could have gone f- further. And now we see that Jackie finally has the Triangle Gate again. And... I do think that him, Big Boss, and Casey could be a really fun trio uh, to hold the title for a while. It is weird because at the end of the Corrigan, after Dead or Alive, it seemed like Big Boss Shimizu was the next in line to challenge Madoka Kikura. And they haven't said anything about that on all three of these shows. Listen, it's a well-guarded secret, Secret, apparently. I mean, I know we're only a month out, but they do not want us to know, you know, how long can this last? How long can they hold this secret about who's going to challenge? Are they just gonna keep... No matches announced until Kobe World. It's going to be an all-mystery show. And they, still, they still have the, the double double header in Corkin that might have a Dreamgate title match on it, but they... It feels so weird that they haven't announced it yet, and the the double headers are next week. <laughs> so it's weird. This whole time, I thought that they must have because when they moved King of Gate back, I thought that something had to have been up for them to do that, and I thought there was some kind of big plan they had. Yeah, but the further this goes along, it makes me wonder if maybe this wasn't as well planned out as I I maybe anticipated. 
and they're kind of scrambling for something that, again, maybe it's trying to get somebody outside the company that they're negotiating with. Maybe something fell through. Maybe, you know, maybe they, they're they having second thoughts about doing a special match of some sort. They want to keep tradition going. I don't know. Like, whatever their explanation is, they really should announce stuff uh, very soon. So hopefully, yeah. like you said, that double shot coming, they can finally uh, put all only, of us at ease. The only match that is announced for the double shot is Keno and Shuji Kondo defending the Twin Gate versus uh, Suzume Mochizuki and Yasushi Kanda. And that is going to happen on the 2nd of June, which is the second night of the double header. So, that is the only match announced for the Gorgon. Gorgons. Yeah, and, you know, maybe that's, maybe this, maybe Keno has something to do with it. They want him to have a title match of, for some reason. But, and they just, something's gone wrong. So, somewhere, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense on paper, but. The, the only thing I can expect is something to be announced on the Osaka Edion Arena show this weekend. Which we'll preview later, but. Yeah. But anyway, this match, uh, it was a, a really good match. I thought the main event from night one kind of overshadowed it. Overshadowed I thought it. the same thing, actually. I totally agree with you. Uh, even though this ha- was really uh, like fluid, but the the Casey and BB Hulk singles match felt like more special. Even though it it, it feels weird to say that because this Gold Class uh, trio reign has been so good. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Something didn't click with me, even though I really liked this match, though. Don't get me wrong. I think because of the venue and the small stature of it, and the tour itself not feeling super important up to this point, yeah, maybe that all kind of played into it. But I thought for the tools they were given, I thought they used them pretty well. It had a, a good match. Again, nothing like, whoa, this is really special. You know, you've got to rush out, like, stop the show, watch this. It's not like that, but it's a very enjoyable match, and the winning and the winning scene turned out to be pretty good. I thought, but I do agree with you. I thought that Hulk and Casey was uh, definitely stood out more to me. It was better and more special. All of the things you said, so uh, I I do agree with you there. But I think that is the one good thing. The first two shows were pretty rough, but they came in with good main events both times, and and I yeah. think that's something at least they gave us. It was also a uh, nice little brawl between Strong Machine J and Diamante on the on night two, which Diamante won with an inside cradle. Um, and this is my this is my segue into mentioning the fact that while since our last recording since Corkin, Ultimate Dragon has been suspended by the GM Rio Saito, and uh, no Ultimate Dragon merch is. Uh, Sold at Dragon Gate shows, and uh, yeah, it, it it is. This is the consequences that was promised when uh, Otomo refused to face Diamante in the singles match. He is suspended, and merchandise is banned. <laughs> Deservingly so. I mean, this man ran away from a challenge. He's supposed to be the leader, like yeah. the veteran, the old school guy. You don't run away from a fight. Yeah. D- didn't your didn't your daddy teach you anything about this? You don't run away, Ultimo. You're too old for this, brother. You've got to stop this running away. Everybody knows that we want to see the mass match between Diamante and Ultimo Dragon. 
We want to see that handsome face Diamante has. I know you do, Sandra. You told me you think yeah. he's handsome. We don't have evidence of this, though. He could be ugly. We don't know. But we think he's handsome. Yeah. And we want to see. We want to know for sure. So why is Ultimo Dragon denying us of this? I think Rio Saito, that's a GM that we can believe in. That's finally actually getting off his ass and doing something, unlike some of these other GMs around here. It does seem that that he is on his ass when it comes to booking this Kobe World Show. But (laughs) (laughs) I refuse to blame him for this. I blame... (laughs) Uh, the other big wigs that we, the, the shadowy people behind okay. the scenes. That we don't know. Uh, I, I will not put any blame on GM Rio Saito for this. I think okay. he's being hamstrung. I think he's got great ideas. In fact, I think he would have done my idea already if he, if it had been up to him. I think other people are conspiring against him because Sandre, pro wrestling is political in nature. Yeah. People are trying to sabotage people. Somebody backstage watched Kobe World the flop, but who is it? We don't know. Ota Minora. Well, he did a great job last year. Even then, it may have been more other people that put him in that position. But either way, it could be him. I will not r- rule it out. Yeah. Uh, with that, we move over to night, uh, the night three, the last night in this Hokkaido uh, Sapporo triple headers. And the first match I want to talk about, I actually want to talk about two matches on this show. Uh, <laughs> which is weird. Uh, the first match I want to talk about is Jason Lee making his second successful defense versus La Estrella when he won with the maximum driver after 30 minutes and 50 seconds. This was a very solid Open the Brave Gate title match. I thought La Estrella did well. Like This man is so miscast as this high flyer because you can see that he, he always goes back to the like grappling. Which he has, like the person under the mask has history with doing grappling and, and all that kind of stuff. And you can see that he kind of wants to do that more, but he still has this nice real gimmick that he wants, that he has been told to get more and more and more over by seemingly Ultimo's uh, dragon. <laughs> and Shadow people. It It really does. Uh, feel like he's miscast, and but this was still like a good good performance from him. He he, Jason managed to get him to this like pretty solid Brave Gate match. What did you think about this? Yave style, yeah, Ma- masquerade Redux right here. I liked the match. I thought it was. Uh, I thought Estrella actually really did a great job. Um. Not great in, like, again, having a match you have to rush it to see, but Estrella, yeah. he is a guy that I didn't have some high expectations coming back for, you know? It's not that, it's not anything against him. I just thought he was going to be kind of slotted and not really be able to do a lot. But here, he's yeah. already got a title shot. Also, keep in mind, he's still on visit. He's still on visit. He, he will go back to the States and Mexico soon. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point as well. Uh, but for this, I mean, he got a title shot. He performed well in it. Showed some good stylistic tendencies that I really enjoyed. And Jason, he's a guy that can kind of work a bunch of different styles in his own way while bringing his own style to the game. And I thought that they worked together really well. I like this match, actually. I thought it was, to me, the best worked match on the, on the three shows. But I mean, that's... I liked it even better than Hulk and Casey. 
as a match, but the other one yeah. felt more special. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say I do I do think that I prefer both the triangle and BB Hulk and Casey over this one. And the main event on this show over this one, but this was still like wow. a great defense from uh, like I I it keeps the Jason story, uh, title reign going in the right direction as it should be. <laughs> like eh, I would be very negative on this if La Estrella had somehow somehow won. <laughs> that would have yeah. been a mistake. Um, but yeah, it, it is maximum tie. Uh, no, masquerade ties. And I do think that we we still need some. I think Last Rail still needs some like brewing on the stove or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I get. I get what you're saying. I don't know if that's. I'm not a big like cook guy. Throw me some yeah. grill stuff. I talked about the grill earlier. Maybe not the oven. Unfortunately, yeah. but put them in the oven and let them grow or rise yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then the main event on this on this uh, final show a three-way trios t- uh, match, not title match, but the two of two parts of the Triangle Gate Champions was in this one. Madoka Kikura, Yuki Yoshioka and Dragon Dia of D-Courage versus Casey, Big Boss Shimizu and Strong Machine J of Natural Vibes. Versus Shun Skywalker, Diamante, and Hyo of Seabrats. And this was a win for D Courage when Madoka Kikura hit the right hand of God, rolling Lariat on Hyo after a awesome three way that I was so into. The, the Strong Machine J storyline of him wanting to prove that he's on the level of the rest of the Big Six is so cool, and Shun Skywalker just refusing to let him prove that <laughs> it, it is really fun and yeah i i thought this was a great ma- uh, main event and a great close to this weird weekend of dragon gate i'm not gonna say it was a bad match but i think it would have been a lot better if the zebrats team wasn't in it to, to be honest i think that the shoon stuff worked for the storytelling of it but yeah. i don't think they make matches better like to to be honest, I I, I kind of would have rather had them not been in it and the other teams just gone at it because that could have been like a real banger. This, like you said, the story is cool with Straw Machine J and Shun going after him, but I think it interrupted the kind of action match that I think we could have had uh, overall a little bit too much for my taste. Uh, again, it worked. I mean, it gave the courage a win, which is worth something. Uh, you know, you always want to keep those guys strong, and it yeah. is obviously the champion. But as a match, I think the Zebrats team kind of dragged it down for me. I, I kind of like this worse than all the other matches. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, this has a lot of people have said that this is their their match of the weekend, and I, I felt on this island. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we both, me and you, are higher on BB Hulk and Casey than most people are. So I'm surprised by that. I thought that was like a really strong match. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe it's just are, are we are we Hulk bias right now? Is BB Hulk activated by bias activated at this moment? Yeah, I mean maybe it's just because we're actually really big fans of him. I don't know. <laughs> well, he I've always said he was my OG guy. <laughs> yeah. OG, so I I guess maybe I I will wear that tag. But yeah, that to me was the most special match. I mean I like the work in the Jason and and the 
the Estrella match. That was good. And to me, Either, none of those... yeah. Either way, this weekend felt so non consequential. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of the thing. Like, ultimately, none of these matches are actually that great. But yeah, I think yeah. that, you know, like, there was, like, the matches we all talked about were all pretty well worth watching i would say like all, all yeah. four of these were you know and it sucks because four good matches and three shows is probably not a good average to yeah, have, that, but... that is not a good stat <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so that that's my main flaw i think but yeah the, this not a strong weekend for dragon gate uh these subro shows i mean these subro shows if the king of gate was going the, all three of these shows would have had King of Gate matches on, on them. That yeah, that's is, a great point. That is historically what they've done on these shows. Like last year, they had Casey versus Shun Skyrocken the uh, as the main event of uh, one of these shows, and that was a King of Gate match. Um, I remember that clearly because that was a really good match. But they, I do think that. Uh, not having King of Gate, uh, the King of Gate like part of the of these three tour shows in Sapporo, kind of hurt them because there was nothing else on this show to that was worth it. Like the, the, they tried to spice it up having the Triangle Gate match and the Brave Gate match, uh, and like the the title switch is cool and all and that's make that makes it worth watching that match and the Bravegate match is, is worth to watch for the Jason Lee of it all. If you like want to watch all the Bravegate matches Jason Lee has. Uh but it's still like the the none of these shows had like a sto- a storyline advancement. No, none of these yeah, shows true. had a, a preview between Big Boss Shimizu and Madoka Kikura. Which seemingly is the next uh, Dreamgate title match because that was what it seemed at the end of the Cork and Hall show. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's another reason why I didn't love that match as much because they kind of drifted away from that more for the the J stuff uh, on there when you would think they would want to build yeah. up the title match. Uh, but that's a great point you made. In all of this, you'd think they would be trying to advance some things, but instead it feels like we're. They replaced. They're just spinning the wheels, waiting. Yeah, for yeah, holding pattern, pretty yeah. much. They're in right now. They replaced what would have been something really cool with the King of Gate, and and now this. So, the only thing I can say is I hope they have some kind of plan again that we're just not seeing right now, and it'll be you know by the time Kobe World comes around, we realize ah, it maybe, all makes perfect sense now. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll see. Uh, I expect I expect some matches to be set up at. Uh, for the Cork and Hall show shows uh, next week on this weekend's show on this on Sunday the twenty eighth of May the last uh, Dragon Gate Network show of the month from Osaka Edion Arena number two uh, match the the card they have are is pretty like solid not not that stand out but there are some matches here that are very like noteworthy. Starting off, um, match number one, six six man tag, natural vibes, Casey, Jason Lee, and Jackie Funky Kame versus Don Fuji, Genkiroguchi, and Kagetora. I could see this being a setup for Jason Lee versus Kagetora for the Brave Gate, if they want to do that, or Genki for the Brave Gate. But yeah, that, that, that sounds that, like a plan. 
that could set up the next Jason Lee defense. Next match, tag team match, the, the normal Takeshi Yoshida, we don't need to care about this match. <laughs> match. <laughs> Takeshi <laughs> Yoshida and Problem Dragon versus Kai and Ishin, the last Twin Gate challengers. This just sounds like such a waste of time. <laughs> you want to talk about guys spinning his wheels? Look at Kai. Yeah, true. True. And then this one, the, this is almost a headliner for this show because this show features the debut of the soul, the only member of the uh, Dragon Gate class of 2023. There was only one guy that made it through the tryouts and uh, all the pre-work and is ready for the main roster for just a debut. And that is a 24-year-old from Amasaki in Hyogo, Kobe, Ryoya Tanaka, is facing Yamato, the former ace in his debut match. And what a placement for this, for Ryoya Tanaka, to be facing Yamato in his debut match. His his debut wrestling match, not an expedition-like match. What do you think about this? Great! Like, you know, we needed somebody new to come around. Coming in facing Yamato, like you said. It's always a good sign when you have somebody big that you can face on your first match. We saw it with All Japan last year, where he faced Nagata in his first match. Yeah, you Anzai. Yeah. So you see that, and you see a place like this. This is the kind of thing that tells you, hey, this is going to be somebody that we're looking at to be somebody here. And I think he's a guy, hey, there's a lot of young talent in Dragon Gate, though. You know, there's a lot of people yeah. that are hungry, that are on the come up, that have a lot of potential. Somebody like Akato, he's not here right now, but, I mean, he showed a lot. When he came in, injured. Yeah, exactly. injured. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he showed a lot. He's going to be a guy for them. Yeah, uh, when he gets back, uh, and he's uh, you know now you get Tanaka coming in. I'd like to see what he's got. Obviously, we don't know anything about his wrestling. You know, his first I, match. But have you seen how he looks though? Because this guy is handsome. <laughs> this guy looks like y- Yoshino. He has he... a slight resemblance to Masaru Yoshino. Do you think he could be more handsome than Diamante under the mask, though? Oh, that's that is interesting. That's true. That's something we another reason we have to get the truth revealed, or maybe he'll be under a mask one day too. Tanaka, he'll come in, back under a secret gimmick. In the uh, in the expedition match he had on the uh, Decourage Kobe Sambo Hall show, which was like very non <laughs> very again that was not a, that important show, which was why we didn't cover it. But he had a five-minute, like, trial match with Kagetora on that show, and of course, those, ma- those matches we can't take that much out from, but he th- he had a great, like, chop battle with Kagetora in that, and that was very like, I I looked at that and I thought, maybe this guy is, like, he's gonna be, like, a y- Yukiro Shioka kind of wrestler. A guy that kind of wrestles the heavyweight style, but he's also very quick, because he did also some rope-based uh, stuff. So I think this guy, this guy might be some guy, someone they they are high on. And, and to again, bring back the king of chop for yeah. Riru Tanaka, the new T Hawk has arrived. 
Yeah, the, uh, all he yeah he kind of looks like he he has a T Hawk vibe with him. Yeah, that's what but, I was thinking too when I saw him. Uh, but yeah, this is the only guy that made it out of uh, that will be debuting in twenty twenty three. So that is interesting. Th- that shows how hard the Dragon Gate uh, training regiment is. That a lot of people have just dropped out and can't. Uh, do it, but hit this guy made it out. Wrestling training is very hard and grueling, so... yeah. Who knows why this year there's only one. You know, maybe there just weren't enough candidates right now. Maybe next year there'll be a few more. Yeah. Well, this this match is definitely the one I'm the most excited about on this show. Yeah, that's just the... That, yeah. yeah. How Tanaka does. Yeah, that's like totally the most interesting thing to me. And then we move over to the six-man tag. Uh, Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki, and Yasushi Kondo versus Dragon Kid, Naruki Doi, and Shuji Kondo. The veterans all in one <laughs> big six-man tag. But this is actually the good veterans. All of these guys are good. <laughs> and yeah, this is, of course, a preview a preview kind of for uh, the Twin Gate match that is going to happen for, what is it, like... Four five days later on in Corkin. So yeah, that that's the only thing this match has it serves, and I really miss uh, Mochizuki Junior. <laughs> yeah, totally. I I wish that he was still you know I'll get well soon, Junior. Get well, well soon. soon, Kato. Get well soon, Junior. We need you, man. And then the semifinal tag the match natural vibes Big Boss Shimizu and Strong Machine J. Versus Shun Monte, Shun Skywalker, and Diamante of Zebrats. This match could be really good. Zebrats A team. Let's hope yeah. they can bring something good to here. Uh, I mean, the obvious thing here is that the Shun Skywalker and uh, Storm Machine J storyline. Yeah, yeah. We- and it's again, Big Boss Shimizu not teamed against Madoka Kigura. So, uh, maybe they're just, it's going to be like the, the Zebrats and Vibes feud. They're just going to kind of retcon it <laughs> and pretend it never happened. I mean, Shun Skywalker still is beefing with uh, Natural Vibes all the time. That is true. It, it just never led to a blow-off. <laughs> yeah, it, it just, it's just it's a, it's a feud that keep, keeps on going. That'll be the same. I mean, Big Boss is still going to be against Kakuda. He's just never gonna have a title match against him, but he'll he'll always think badly yeah. of him in his heart. Um, maybe, yeah. And then the main event: uh, D Courage, Madoka Kikura, Yuki Oshoka, and Dragon Dia, the full trio, versus the former Triangle Gate team of Kota Minora, BB Hulk, and Ben K of Gold Class. And yeah, that is an interesting main event. Could pr- that, that, I mean, these two, these last two matches. Both could deliver pretty good. Yeah, uh, the main event looks really good. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Zebrats team wrestling. I think they're better for storyline stuff. But, uh, but Diamante, Diamante yeah. is great. Uh, sure. You know, Shun's character I think kind of overshadows any wrestling that he would do. But Diamante will do some big things. That could be a good match. The main event I definitely like. Uh, who knows what that's going to set up though. Uh, on the, at the end of it, I mean, no there's a lot of different things. I mean, we speculated over and over, and nothing's really happened. So I, I'm going to take a wait and see approach this, this yeah. go around. And then that the, this is, of course, the last show they have of May, and then they move over to June, where they have two to start June. They have two shows in Corken Hall 
on June 1st and June 2nd. And as we talked uh, talked about earlier, the only match announced for, for that is the Twin Gate match. So yeah, um, we will probably have a full card for the Corkins after this show, hopefully. <laughs> and uh, after the Corkins, I hope we have some idea of where uh, what what is happening at Kobe, because at at the at on the June second Corrigan, it will be officially one month until uh, Kobe World. So we'll see. Buckle up, people. We may be in for a lot of speculating in the <laughs> future if they if they don't do it. But let me run this one thing by you, Sandra. Okay. For their match, either before, during, or after, is it possible that Suwama runs in and puts somebody into a body bag? No. That... Suwama runs in during the dur- after the the, the Twin the, Gate match, yeah. <laughs> and continues the old Japan story he has with Kendo. Yay. It puts him into a body bag. Yeah, or- we're act- there actually is going to be a lot of old Japan talk because we're going to preview the Keith Corrigan also. So. Yeah, or maybe Susumu will get put into a body bag next. I mean, he could join the storyline. Maybe Kino yeah. can recruit him into, into Congo to fight voodoo murders. Oh man, why did you have to bring up that? <laughs> Who will Kondo align with? Suwama or Kino? Like who will Kondo? Who is who will his heart follow if that happens? He's in both factions. He will leave and join Sea Rats. Wow! <laughs> Bringing together wooden murderers and Sea Rats for Dylan's least favorite faction yeah. in all of wrestling. I mean, voodoo murders in any faction, I think, would make them my least. Not just Zebrats, no matter who they aligned with, would automatically be my least favorite if voodoo murders within them. But that's just something to look out for. Maybe we see some more cross promotional techniques with All Together coming up right around the corner. Mm. Yeah, maybe. But then, a great segue because we are going to talk about the next potential, next Triple Crown champion. Hawk, who defended his G-Rex title over in Gleet in Sapporo, Hokkaido, the same venue we just talked about, Dragon Gate running, on the 14th of May. We are like two weeks late for this uh, review, but we wanted to have this, uh, we wanted to, yeah, we wanted to wait with this and have both the title matches talked about. And we had the DDT show, kind of, last week to talk about. So yeah, this was uh, Teok's first defense of the G-Rex title, which he won from Kaito Ishida. You can go back in the archives and listen to our review of that match, which is a genuine ma- match of the year contender. Oh, yeah. When he defeated Shek Shimitani in 20, min- uh, 20 minutes and 48 seconds. And this match was great. Yeah, I totally agree. I thought it was awesome. Uh, T-Hawk. I mean... The Ishida match is at a level that this was not going to reach. Pretty much no matter what happened. But for a match on its own, in, uh, you know, just in this title reign, in Sapporo, I thought that they did a great job here. Uh, 
if you don't know Chek Shimatani, he's this really small guy, you know, yeah. like, uh, super tiny. So even T-Hawk is much bigger than him. And they used it in such a great way. And Shimatani, I mentioned this a few months ago, he's a guy that a lot of people always loved from D- when he was in DET. And I never really saw... It's not like I hated him or anything. I just never saw anything that special in him until a couple of months ago with this tag title reign, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I started to realize, hey, okay, this guy is a, a dude, <laughs> pretty much. And I yeah. thought in this match, he showed so much fire and just his ability to really have this great sense of urgency, which I don't want to say is unmatched in Japanese wrestling, but he had such a sense of urgency against T-Hawk. Everything he did felt like his his the entire match was on the line, you know, pretty much. Like, he could lose at any time, so he had to bring it any time he got a spot to... to any time he got an opening, he had to bring it. And I thought he yeah. did such a great job. T-Hawk... Uh, great ace character. I, I, I think I, he just has such a great swag to him. <laughs> like He carries himself well uh, in this promotion where he's against a smaller guy. It really made him look like a star even more. Obviously beating down and controlling the match. Uh, his chops are definitely... We mentioned Tanaka earlier, that T-Hawk style. His chops are what he's known for most. Yeah. And I thought he did a great job. I think he'll bring that same kind of style to Nagata where he just, hey, whatever happens... I'm going to chop the hell out of you, <laughs> and we're going to go at it, and that's what's going to happen, and it'll probably be great, uh, just like this was. So I, I actually really enjoyed this match. I thought it was really strong. So good yeah. first defense for T-Hawk against uh, the worthy and very much on the come-up Czech Shimatani as well. Yeah. Czech Shimatani has long needed like this singles performance that uh, he had here to kind of prove that he, he can hang in the singles, uh, and he can have sing- uh, great singles matches. And, yeah. As you said, everything you said about uh, about this is completely true. And uh, this, of course, uh, was for T-Hawk. This is, all, Sapporo is also his t- uh, hometown, just like Casey and BB Hawk, which is why they had his first defense here in Sapporo, Glitad. Should be noted, uh, <laughs> Dragon Gate outdrew them in this in this venue, all, all three shows. <laughs> so, sad for Glit, but uh, expectable. Yeah, Glee... it... yeah. Did you watch this full Glee show? Yeah, I watch all uh, the shows. Yeah. So, did, was this Glee show better than the Dragon Gate shows in Sapporo? Well, yeah, I, I would say that. I like the the. Uh, well, it depends on how big of a fan of you Izuka you are, I guess. I mean, <laughs> because I am him. Yeah, him versus Quiet Storm, I thought was a good match. I thought Onitsuka versus Yutani was good. Here's the thing, the difference between this match and the others. Um, you had a lot of singles matches on this show. Or not a lot, but a few. Like, half the card was singles matches, and the other yeah. one was a lot of meaningless tag matches. So you gain a little bit more. I thought the tag was really strong, actually. The one with um, 60 seconds. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 60, yeah, 60 seconds and Soma and Lindemann. Uh, I thought that was a really strong match. Well worth watching. The semi-main event was pretty good. Like, you know, they that's where they brought in a lot of different guys. You had the uniqueness of Ishida teaming with Hartley Jackson uh, on, on the same team. I mean, they're in the same faction along with Kataro. Yeah. Um, but they wrestled against the Bulk Orchestra. That was a good match. I, I thought the show was good, honestly. Like, I, That's the thing about Gleet. I think their shows almost always are always good. There's not yeah. a lot of interesting stuff that happens on them sometimes. I go through uh, periods yeah. of that. Uh, but 
for quality, I think pretty much all of their shows are are fair to watch. You know. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I watched uh, Linda Man and Soma versus Sixty Seconds match, and I watched the main event, but I I didn't have time to watch the rest of the show. But I did you did you watch any of the second show? I only watched the main events of the second show. Also, <laughs> oh yeah, I I haven't had the time to watch the, the with the best of the Super Juniors going on. Yeah, I haven't yeah, had the time true. to watch a f- full Glee show. Here, here's but, yeah. how I here's my vibe on Glee. Like, if you just have nothing going on, you want you just want to sit back and relax and watch a good wrestling show. Turn your brain off and just watch good action. Glee is the jam. Just pull it yeah. up on YouTube if you've got a PlayStation, PS5, PS4, whatever. Uh, Hit the YouTube app, throw up, throw it up on your TV, your big screen. Just lay back, watch, gleat, and you'll almost always be satisfied. And they'll have good matches. And occasionally they'll bring out something special in the main event, like we saw with yeah. Tiok and Ishida. And Tiok and checking on this show, which was yeah, obviously yeah. like a, a this Tiok and Check match is definitely like you definitely should go and watch this because Gleet needs uh, needs new fans, and that is why we all always have to. We want to cover them because they, of course, have some have ties to Dragon Gate. Uh, but yeah, the, they are free on YouTube, so it's easy to find. Let me ask you this, Andre. Yeah? Shima T's the biggest announcement in Gleet. Do oh? you think that could have something to do with Dragon Gate coming up? Oh. The biggest announcement in Gleet history. The biggest announcement is going to be, like, some... Low card wrestler on <laughs> low, low level wrestler from uh, AW is coming in, like Christopher oh, Daniels is coming in to have like a singles match. Hey, he was in all Japan uh, that, <laughs> yeah. that one time for that one match, so maybe so. Maybe he's got he's got the, the itch to, to come to Gleet, yeah, maybe. But that <laughs> we move on to the next Gleet show, which we want to cover. We, we... Because it had a title match. The G-Infinity title match of Bulk Orchestra, Shek Shibitani, we just mentioned him, and Hayato Tamura defeating 60 seconds, Yun Tonsho and Tetsuo Izuki in 80 minutes and 39 seconds. This happened on the 21st of May, and it was live from the Umeda Guy Building Stella Hall in Osaka. Now this, I... I... Love this tag title match. This, it, 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 just like the singles match between Czech and Tiog was needed for Czech to prove that he was uh, worthy of the the singles run, this match was all about Yun Tancho and him proving himself to be on this kind of level. And I thought it was awesome. What do you think about this? I have a slightly different take. Not that the match yeah. wasn't awesome, because it was. Um, but I already... I think 60 seconds are, like, the most underpush act. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> you know, it's like, I already felt that they deserved, they deserved this. Yeah, they yeah, already, I mean, Tensei yeah. Izuki is my guy in Glit, so yeah, I understand that. Oh, well, yeah, Izuki's great. Tancho is a, a great performer as well. He's always been a strong guy, even since the Wrestle 1 days. Like, he was one of their guys that I always pegged. And to see them together, they're a great team. Bulk Orchestra team, I love Tamara. Yeah. I think he's a great performer, one of their guys that I think could be the champion very soon, uh, you know, right around the corner. I think he'd probably be my pick, actually, to dethrone, dethrone T-Hawk yeah. uh, whenever they want to get to that. 
I think he just has so much great ace charisma to him. Like, you know, kind of like uh, when he came in, a lot of people compared him to Okada, actually, like Kazuchika uh, from New Japan. Yeah. And he has that similar vibe to him, except in Gleet, he is a guy that has even more, kind of what I said before about T-Hawk and that, he's not super, super big, but in Gleet, he feels like a star player with great size. Tamara, same way. He, if he were in all Japan, he wouldn't be super big, but in Gleet, he feels like a guy who's like top tier size guy. So I really like what he brings to the table, especially pairing him against Czech, who's so small. He's even smaller than Lindemann, I think. Uh, and they have a great dynamic. 60 seconds, powerhouse workhorse team, great speed to them. Uh, you know, just a great team. I, I wish they had won, actually. I was really rooting for them to win the titles, even though I like Bulk Orchestra team. And they're doing a great job with this Infinity reign. They've had the titles for a while now. Uh, if you go back to last year where they debuted the Infinity titles, they had, like, very quick title changes, like one-week title reigns right away. Like, the first champion held them for, like, a week, and they yeah. changed them, and they were flipping stuff around. It was really a wreck. And now that they've got these two as the champions, they've done a great job solidifying the titles. And uh, I, I hope one day 60 Seconds gets their due because they're both Tancho and Izuki and Sato as well, who's the third member of their group, is a great performer. I love those guys. I think they totally deserve a ton of praise and love. Uh, one of the underground favorites for sure. And uh, hopefully they get their due someday. But this was this match was really great. Uh, I thought they had oh, a, yeah. a great job. Yeah, a great pairing. Just awesome stuff. It it. Also keeps the already like great tag team run that Czech and Hayato Tamara has had this year going, and they like they it started when they had the match with Lindemann and Somo Watanabe, and then they had the the awesome Cork and Hall match the, versus uh, El Bendito and Flamita, and then this match which just continues, and I think they have had a great like. Later half, latter half of their their run with the the G Infinity titles, and I yeah. I don't know who's gonna take them from them, but I hope it's not the next challengers, <laughs> because uh, the next the next uh, glitch show we are gonna talk about on this show we are gonna review uh, probably in two weeks because it happens in uh, two weeks <laughs> from Cork and Hall. Elite version extra face off access to this. So this is a cork and Hall show. So Gleet has obviously stacked it, and they have stacked it pretty well because the main event, of course, the UWF tournament, uh, the title tournament for the UWF title final. Takanori Ito versus Shinya Aoki is the main event. Who do you think wins this? I said from the beginning that I think Aoki should win. And yeah. if you look at Gleet's history, they often job their guys out to outsiders. So that gave me uh, more more but, faith in that. But don't you think that they want an actual sign guy to hold the title for the first time? Mm. Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. But I'm not, I'm not... If it were Izuka, I'd be more rambunctious for him, but I don't think Ito is actually that great in the shoot style realm, yeah, like the UWF rules. I think he'd be better as just a regular performer, to be yeah, honest. I, I think Aoki, 
yeah, so I, maybe I'm just letting my fan hat because I, the semifinals, I mean, the Ito and uh, Izuka match was good, like really good, but the Aoki and Sato match was really great. Like, I thought that they did a perfect job yeah. in like less than five minutes of telling a whole story and solidifying this UWF style as something special. So maybe just my fan hat is on here, but I, I think Aoki should win. And I think he's the most famous person. He gives the title instant credibility as one of the top MMA stars in the history of MMA in Japan. And he's a great performer. So I think I would, I, I think Aoki should win. If they go with Ito, it makes sense for the exact reason you said. Yeah. Ito signed, Aoki's not. You know, it, it, those are the breaks sometimes. But for me, I think Aoki, the credibility he brings as the, M- the legit MMA guy that the others don't have. Look, we saw what credibility they had on the MMA show that that Glee yeah. had, which uh, it went very poorly. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Uh, so I think Aoki getting some legitimacy to the title, getting a few wins, and then putting over an Ito or Izuka would mean more, in my opinion. But Ito could definitely win. Uh, if Shindo Aoki wins the, the title, will he defend it on DDT shows? That is the big question. <laughs> hmm. I mean, DDT is known for their shooters <laughs> yeah. that they have there. Akito versus Shindo Aoki for the <laughs> UWF title. The Lidet UWF title. <laughs> in the green ropes match that he had versus <laughs> Akiyama. <laughs> the shoot-style yeah. green ropes match. <laughs> That is Shane Aoki's match on the uh, Wrestle Peter Pan lined up. <laughs> there you go. I mean, the, listen, <laughs> you need all the star power you can get, people. Other matches on this, Gleet Corkin. They have another title match on this show. Check Shimitani and Hayato Tamura defend again the tag titles, the G Infinity tag titles, versus all Japan's. You mentioned Voodoo Murders earlier. These guys are Voodoo Murders members. Yun Saito and uh, Rei Saito. Oh, man. I don't know about this match. They're brothers. Yeah. If if you don't, don't know All Japan, the Saito brothers are not... Uh, what would I call them? They are not on the level of Hayato and Shek. But they are bigger than them, though. They are bigger than them in in stature, yes. And they are also brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. And they have better hair. No. You don't think so? Hayao the Tamura has a great... Like, he looks so handsome with his hair. True, true. I mean, he might be more handsome, but I think hair-wise... I personally always vibe with the long hair most, so maybe that's a me thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But when you had them in the suit for the Champion Carnival press conference, they looked pretty stylish. They look, they, yeah, they look pretty cool there. But yeah, yeah they sorry. didn't have. But neither guy had like that good of a Champion Carnival. That's not true. Uh, Ray actually had a big run in the Champion Carnival. He was in the lead with a, a couple yeah, of days to go of his block in ring. I'm talking in ring, not <laughs> Ray did good. He he did better. Somebody has not listened to mine and Yannick's All Japan reviews on the on the Patreon clearly uh, for the carnival. Uh, he did way better than ex- actually both of them did. June did, but especially Ray. He showed that he could be a guy worth watching. Okay. Will that will we see them have a good match here, or will it be Voodoo Murders junk? Because if they just let them wrestle and have a fight like a brawl, this could be a good match. 
if they do voodoo murder stupid stuff then yes it will be it will be awful which is but, what, what i am expecting <laughs> but yeah and i you know it, it just feels like for them i don't think they're the right team to end this reign no <laughs> but it, it kind of feels like you know it depends on what they're going to do i mean look we had an elite team win the junior tournament the tag tournament there yeah so this could be like a payback type of deal like you know like Maybe. hey all Japan is giving you all of this stuff. We're letting your champion challenge our champion, made the finals of the tournament, and your other team won the, the tag tournament. So but, I could totally see All Japan wanting some re... It can't just be such a one-sided relationship towards Gleet. All Japan is a much bigger company than Gleet, so it, you know, they have to want something. Yeah, but T-Hawk is losing against uh, Yuji Nagata. That's true. But Nagata's <laughs> not an All Japan guy. Yeah, but that's not his triple crown! <laughs> That is true. But that is for the Ultimate title. Yeah, but just him getting a title shot is more than like. Yeah, well, that is happening because Shoto Oshino got hurt. That is true. And look who they turned to. They could have turned to Honda, their own guy. Yeah. And they turned to T Hawk instead. Because it will be a better match. That's exactly right. Like, all (laughs) Japan gains from having T Hawk on their show. It's not like Gleet. It's not like they gain that much. But Gleet are still jobbing out their, their champion to Nagata. Well, that is true. But uh, as I said, him even being a Triple Crown match is much bigger than anything he could do in Gleet. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like that that has already, like, paid off the Kaito Ishida and Kotaro win of the tournament. If you wanted and... to, to have that trade. We don't need the titles to take take the titles of the, the great Jack and Hayato run. Well, it's not what I want, but <laughs> uh, but I, I do think it's possible. Like I said, if, if it's, like, it, is, it is possible. I would be very mad, but it, it is possible. The Saito brothers aren't <laughs> as bad as you're making them out to be. They're, they're okay. be honest. Like they, there's, they showed in the, the carnival what they can do. And I actually, I was one of the few. I liked them as young, like pre-Voodoo Murders. I liked what they brought to the table. Because in reality, these guys started like in their mid-30s in wrestling. Yeah. They are sumo guys. Like, bringing yeah. the sumo style, I thought was really cool. Like, it's something unique. I'm not saying it was, like, great work rate matches, like Czech and, and Hayato could give us. But they brought something unique to the table. Now in Voodoo Murders, as I said, if they do Voodoo Murders dumb stuff, then yeah, it'll be bad. But just if they just let them have a, a normal brawl type of match, they could make this work. And maybe, you know, it's tough because they've actually kind of, in all Japan, they're normally kind of better fighting other big guys. Uh, yeah. And so you'd think a big guy would have great chemistry with a small dude like Czech, but I don't know if they'll be able to pull it out. It's tough. I mean, I want Czech and Tamara to win, but I could definitely see if I'm all Japan, I could definitely, I I would want something. Like if, if I were in all Japan, it's like, we're giving yeah. this guy so much and we're letting you win the tournament. Like we need something back, <laughs> you know? We'll see. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Either way, the, I, Hayato Tamura, when he drops the title, should, it should be ready to beat Tiok. And they obviously aren't going to... I don't hope... I, they aren't going to give Tiok that short of a reign. So... I mean, we thought that about Ishida as well. Yeah, true. I, I thought Ishida <laughs> was a great champion. I kind of yeah, underrated... He was, uh, he was. Yeah, because it was so short, unfortunately. I think T-Hawk, like, grand scheme of things, like the look, the charisma, all that shit, uh, T-Hawk is a better choice as champion, like, with all things but considered. I but I do think Kaito Ishida is winning it back in the future. 
I mean, who knows? Like you know, with Glee, they could have outsiders <laughs> come in and win at any yeah. time. You know, uh, but I think he's totally deserving though. Ishida, I thought, was a great yeah. champion and a great performer as I, well. I actually think we could uh, during this year when the Ricky Doi has dropped all all uh, the All Japan Junior title. I do think uh, Kaito Ishida with that title is probably happening. That would be great. I think probably, he, probably not beating Naruki Doi, but <laughs> but maybe beating whoever beats. I, a lot of yeah. people think Atsuki will win the title from Doi. Uh, yeah, in, in that this, is what makes up. sense. Yeah, in this up, well, they're wrestling on this upcoming show uh, for All Japan, so a lot of people think it's about to come to an end, like very, very soon, uh, imminently. And Ishida getting a title shot would be great. I mean, they never got. That's the thing about that stupid tournament that uh, Ishida and Kotaro yeah. won. Yeah. Nobody knows what they actually won yeah. uh, other than other than winning the tournament. It, it was a prize in and of itself. The real prize but, was the friends they made along the way. But the matches games. they had, the last two matches they had during the Junior Battle World Glory tag tournament with Atsuki Aoki and Rising Ayato, both were awesome. Yeah, Aoyagi and Hayato are a great team. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, shout out to just a... Totally non sequitur recommendation right now, but I just watched it yesterday and it was freaking awesome. Uh, Atsuki Aoyagi, if you're a fan of All Japan, look up Atsuki Aoyagi versus Yuma Aoyagi, two brothers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had a singles match on the 14th. Um, yeah, that was whatever. good. That was one of the best matches of the whole month uh, to me. So, uh, really good stuff between them. But uh, Ishida has a great performer. Him having good matches is hey. no surprise <laughs> to, to, to me. On this show, I'm pretty sure he's going to be involved in a pretty good match because this on paper this unit match on paper looks pretty good yeah Kasuma Sakamoto uh Kawikame uh, uh Ryuki Kawikame Quiet Storm and uh Galano Del Mar of Bulk Orchestra versus Kaito Ishida the aforementioned <laughs> uh Flamita El Bendito and Hartley Jackson of Black Generation International that sounds like a great unit uh Eight man. Yeah, it'll be fun. Like I said, you know, just kick back, relax, watch these guys go at it. You got eight pretty talented guys. Uh, some unique talents, too. Uh, Galeno Del Mal got really popular. I uh, really yeah. over. Uh, so a lot of people will like him. And, and Benito be got pretty over also last time he was in Corkin, so. Oh, I love that tag title match that, yeah. that he and Flamita had. I thought that was, like, way underrated. And then a G-Rex title op- uh, number one contendership match. Soma Watanabe versus Tetsuya Isuke. Who do you think wins this? Either one of those are good options. I think yeah, Soma's long both, been... Both are good options. <laughs> yeah, Soma's long been underrated. Uh, when they made the announcement for the company, he was kind of the guy they put front and center. And yeah. when the company actually started, they've done literally nothing with him for like two or three years now. So I think that he needs something. And to have him get the title match would be the best for business, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. to speak. And I'm not ready to be heartbroken by Tetsuya Isuke not winning the G-Rex title again, So because I thought he was going to be the early in the man. Uh, yeah, he's like my guy, so I would root for him, but I would be... I think someone was not it makes sense to win this. Isuke's a great wrestler. He, you know, that could be a tremendous I, match. I him versus think this, this could be probably a match of the night, other than the main event, potentially. Yeah, and if Izuki was, Izuki was going to win, he would be, 
Him and Teok would have a fantastic match. I, I yeah. think they're like a single yeah, oh. one on one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I think that would be great. But Soma is a guy that has something to him. They just haven't been able to reveal it because they haven't booked him correctly. Uh, if they if they give him a chance, I think you could gain more from him, even if he loses and has a great match. Izuchi is like already where he is, you know, and I don't think he gains too too much. I mean it's it's a somewhat of a step forward, but like you said, he already had a chance. Yeah. I mean, they he already him. had last year to show that he was ready for that. Yeah, exactly. So I think Soma would be better yeah. this go around. And then we have the Joji match of the show. Inagi Sayaka, who has seemingly become like a regular on the clip. Yeah. And Yukari Hoshikawa teaming up versus Itsuki Aoki, who is really good. And Raiden Hagane of Pugay. So this this is a question mark Joshi match. <laughs> I don't know how this match is going to go because Hagane is such a mixed performer and Itsuki Aoki and Unagi Saga are really loud, so that's their whole thing. They will scream a lot at each other. True. <laughs> well, you know, first of all, pure J representation. I highly approve yeah, of this. That is cool. Uh, you know, we need to we need to get Akari on one of these shows. Yeah, in my, oh. in my opinion, or Korea. Her too. Yeah, Korea would be great to have. Uh, Aoki uh, off the heels of uh, a big win in a tag match in Nakajima soon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, she's doing some big things right now. That should be a really good match. I wonder what's going to happen with Miyagi. Uh, you know, yeah, the... if you guys didn't know, she is challenging for the Ice Ruin Ice, uh, Ice Cross Infinity title, yeah. But they, they mentioned it on like they mentioned it from the Gleet side that like uh, there's this situation, it's going to be resolved in Ice Ruin okay. or, or, or something like that. Like they, they keep mentioning it in, anyway, so I don't know what's going on with her. Uh, a, a gleet per se. Maybe lead day. Uh, I've seen this floated around some some places uh, in discords and stuff. That maybe Lidette is considering buying Iceroom. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, it would be interesting if they wanted to kind of develop their own. I mean, you look at you know, New Japan has Stardom. Like Bushi Road has New Japan and Stardom. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cyberfight has Noah. And DDT and TJPW, maybe they're thinking of something along a s- similar line with Ledet. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like the the president of Ice Ribbon, he's he's made some unpopular moves uh, in the past. Uh, I don't know what he his mindset is towards all of that. But it's weird how they like they're using Miyagi in this run because she's wrestled in Ice Ribbon the last couple of times. Obviously, she lost that loser leaves like, yeah. elite match. <laughs> And I was really wondering if that was just going to lead to a character change, like try to go back to her crazy gimmick that she had before. But instead, she's wrestled on Ice Ribbon just as her normal self. And like you said, going for the title. You know, it's interesting. It's cool for Ice Ribbon, but I think that that's something you would want to, you know, if it's possible, you would want to get her back just to flesh out this division. But I, I think we've said it before. That's kind of the one booking criticism I have with the promotion is the women's division it's not nearly as fleshed out as it could be, even it, though they have a lot of... It barely is a division. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it, it's not what it could be. It, it could be yeah. something really cool, but they really haven't 
Preston at all. They're kind of in the same place the UWF division was, you know, last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, the rest of the card isn't that sequential, but I'll run through it. Minori Tanaka and Kazuhayashi versus Tiok and Lindemann. Uh, 60 seconds, uh, Yun Toncho, Oji Shiba, and Sat- uh, what's his name? Is Sato? What's his Keiji Sato? Yeah, Keiji Sato, yeah. Uh, versus Black Generation International, Yutane, Emperor Azteca, and Koto Suzuki. And then in the opener, uh, Yusuke Kom- uh, Kunama, Kudama, Yusuke Kunda- Kudama, Isuke Onitsuka uh, versus Yu Isuka, and oh, yeah. I'm not watching this match. Yuya Susumu. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is. <laughs> and for Noah fans, you will know why I I sighed when I read that it was Yuya Susumu. Yeah. And, weirdly enough, <laughs> uh, for some reason on this show, not announced for a match or anything yet, Fujita Jr. Hayato. Of Michinoku Pro. <laughs> what is he doing here? We don't know. He's announced, but it's aw- awesome. <laughs> You'd think maybe he could challenge T Hawk after the main event? Oh, no, but there's the number one contendership match. Ah, that's true. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Maybe he could challenge someone else and then challenge T Hawk at the next show after, <laughs> after U- T Hawk. U- UWF <laughs> Fujita Jr. Ayato. Oh, I could get down with that for sure. Like then, Aoki has to win if, if that's what they're gonna do. Like, yeah, because like I don't see anyone else that can beat Fujita Junior Ayato. Then yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like he's not gonna come in and lay down for Ido. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So and hell, why not have Aoki win and then Hayato be the one to like dethrone him right away? Give Aoki his moment. Oh my. And, uh, Fujita as the UWF ace of Gleet. Uh, yes, oh yes, 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 yes. I, I want this all. Yeah. Either way, I am. I was. I marked out so much last week when I saw that he was coming on the show. <laughs> Anytime he comes on a show we can watch is an automatic win. Yeah. But then, uh, that, that glitch show will be covered in two weeks when it happened on the show. But we have some DDT news, some pretty big DDT news to talk about before we close the show. The first one is that the Shumba Katsumata injury seems to be worse than we thought, and it seemed because his right ankle, his right ankle had a fracture in his right talus bone, and he will be out of action for a while, and that unfortunately has made it so that he has had had vacate the KOD tag titles and the extreme title uh, title. Sad news. I we hoped that this was not was not going to be that bad of an injury, but it seems it's bad. And I hope speedy recovery, man. I he will be missed because, as we talked about last week, he has been such a good. Uh, Wrestling for uh, DDT this uh, this year, so it will definitely be missed. And they have announced that the extreme title match, uh, the extreme, the vacant extreme titles and the vacant uh, vacant uh, KOD tag titles are going to be uh, decided on the June twenty fifth Cork and Hall show, 
for DDT. And the tag title match has not been decided yet, but the extreme title match has been decided, and that is Kazuki Hirata versus the partner of Shinma, who's still healthy, Mao. That is an awesome vacant uh, extreme title match. <laughs> Can't help but to agree with everything you said about Shunma. It was one of those things where I feared it would be bad, and I had hoped that maybe it wouldn't be as bad as we had hoped. And unfortunately, the negative side came out, and that's just the way the dice rolls sometimes in wrestling. I hate that he's injured because he really has been one of the MVPs of the promotion all year. I just hope that when he gets back, they have something in mind for him and can keep him back in the run. And obviously, ending the Shun Mao tag title reign so early, man, that's yeah. a bummer because they were really one of the highlights of the promotion. Yeah. As far as Mao and Hirata, I love it. Hirata, I've always said, is one of the most underrated guys. Uh, like His comedy stuff is so well-known, but if you give him a chance to be a good wrestler, he can actually have great matches. This ex- you know, this title match is probably going to be a mix of it. I think he'll get to do yeah. a little bit more than normal while still bringing in the comedy and the crazy DDT stuff. But obviously, Mao is known for that as well. To me, it makes perfect sense for Mao to win the title in Shunma's absence. That sets up a, basically an automatic storyline. Yeah, we speculated about that last week also. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it sets up an automatic storyline when he comes back uh, going in there. But it should be a fun match overall. Yeah. Uh, and the the sad news for DDT this week, unfortunately, kept going because the day after they announced that Shunma had vacated the titles and they uh, and Shunma was out for a while, they announced something else on a big press conference that they promised big big news was going to be revealed at that, and it turned out to be very big news because. Sakya Kai announced her retirement for wrestling will happen on November 12th in Ryugoku Sumo Hall on the Ultimo Party show. And yeah, Sakya Kai on her 10th anniversary as a pro wrestler is retiring. Well... I can't say that I expected this or saw it coming. But when you really look at the grand scheme of things, it's not that surprising, honestly. I, I think that... Yeah. You know, it's... she's been she's been at it a while. They've never really gone all the way with her in TJPW. And in DDT, she was always, she was always slotted in a role that's very good for her, but not anything that there's a ton of upward mobility on in a normal circumstance. So, you know, she's, she's, as I said, she's been at it a while. She's been around for a while. She may have interest in starting a family or something like that. And in Japan that, that, you know, that usually leads to retirements for Joshi wrestlers. Uh, So that may be something she's thinking about something, you know, something personal has got her going on. I can't hate on it at all, but it will be a loss for sure. I think she played such a unique role in DDT that if you're a DDT fan, that's going to feel like a big loss. She has had a very big impact on just DDT over the last 10 years because because of her involvement on DDT, she has brought in a lot of 
like Joshis that would never wrestle for DDT if they didn't have her to match up with, like Mayo Yuhiki or Hashimoto and stuff like that. And she's also been very unique in her wrestling style because she's wrestled so much in, into gender and because she's on the ma- male roster permanently. Of course, she never had like a big singles run uh, because she it, it, she just never was considered that uh, on that level for in DDT, which is sad. It, it is disappointing. I wish she at least would have had that in TGPW, but TGPW has their own booking style that is confusing and <laughs> a bit uh, weird sometimes. That they seem to be rebounding from and changing up uh, this year, but uh, yeah, it's sad news. They announced on the press conference that they are going to make sure that this retirement role is as as worthwhile as possible. Like they they have, like already they have already set up set up a KOD six man tag match between Eruption, uh, Sake Kai Hideki Okutani and Yuki Sakaguchi, Yuki Sakaguchi versus Harimao, uh, Kazusada Higuchi. Ryoto Nakatsu and Yukishida. And that has been added to the P- Wrestle Peter Pan show. So that is an awesome uh, title match on the retirement road. I hope uh, whoever, w- uh, I hope she uh, also challenges whoever wins the KOD Openweight title. That would be cool because that would be her first KOD Openweight title match. Well, considering who it's going to be, I think that's almost like guaranteed. Yeah, because they. Her, her and Chris Brooks have history. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I asked uh, you guys, the listeners, who you guys want to see uh, Saki Kai wrestle against on her retirement road before November 12th. Of course, there there is almost like there's, what is it? Like six months until then? Half a year? Yeah, almost. Yeah. So they have room to do a lot and uh, of course I my, the matches I most want to see her do uh, again or for the first time I want to see her and Chris Brooks have a big match I want to see her and Maya Yuhiki have a uh, match again I want to see her versus Yuki Arai who she was tag champ, champs with that is a match that I would be like that is a TGPW match of course but I would be really into that match. And I really want to see her and Shihiro Hashimoto again, because that was really fun the, the last time we saw them in the tag match. What are some you, you want to see? I think, to me, her legacy as a wrestler, more than anything else, was how much she improved over the years. Oh, yeah. I mean, when she came in, I mean, she... I mean, you can take one look at her. She's a model, obviously. You know, like, looking in there. She really wasn't even meant to be a good wrestler at all. And she was pretty rough the first few years. I mean, it was some bad stuff. But she really improved. I remember they did a seven-match trial series with her. And Mako Satomura was one of the opponents. They brought in all these great wrestlers to wrestle her. Yeah. And... From then on, she really showed a great improvement, and I was so impressed with how how good she's become in all these years. 
obviously her charisma, her, the way she carries herself, the look, all of that is so good. I mean, listen, she leveraged all this into being in Yakuza 6, the song yeah. of life. Yeah. In, in the game, which you can actually date her as Kazuma Kiryu in, in those games. And she uh, sang a great song in the game as well, like a butterfly. So uh, shout out to her for that. But more importantly, I'm a big fan of that series. But more than anything, she's improved so much and really worked on her craft and taken it so seriously and put a lot of her heart into it. And a lot of her storylines have revolved around that, such as her feud with Yuji Hino, which led to her uh, finally getting him to chop her, uh, which yeah. was like a, like to treat her as a secret series as an equal or whatever. To, and it ended up working and being a great storyline they had. In terms of her match quality, she's never got to have those big-time epic matches, you know. That's why, to me, the obvious shout-out would be Brooks uh, for yeah. the title, because of their history and all they have together and just being for the title. I think in Tokyo Joshi Pro, she's really known for her character work, uh, uh, you know, again, more than match quality per se. And I think you could use stuff with that Ed Saki-sama character as well. To, to oh yeah, I, a lot of a lot of the the the, the people that re replied to my tweet was asking for uh, Saki Akai versus Saki Sama. Do you think that is possible? Uh, nobody said that. I looked at the, I looked at the results of of that. Nobody said that. You? I see some Saki Akai versus Saki Sama uh, wishes there. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe get Sakura Hirota in the. We, we that would Kusei. be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that... Kusei Sakisama. Yes, that would be uh, awesome. <laughs> that would that would be fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, her TJPW stuff's more for character work. So there's, yeah. it's not like there's any great matches that she could have in Tokyo Joshi Pro. Well, the the one that is like clear storyline purpose is her and Yukiara. That is a clear one that they kind of. Well, yeah, they do. were they were tag team champion. Uh, that would yeah. build. And also, Yukiarai looks like Sakyo Kai is her like idol. And well, they were tag partners. I, I, I'm sure that that will happen. You know, like when you look at her run in TJPW, there's a limited pe number of people that she could really interact with. Uh, I mean, really, she, she's one of them. We also need a final like Neo Bishkigun match. Yeah, yeah, that 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 will happen. I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very very confident <laughs> that, that that will happen. Uh, you'll have the whole crew there, uh, you know. You'll you'll have everybody, <laughs> pretty much. I think like it won't just be uh, May. It's gonna be Yukio Saint Saint Laurent is gonna be there. Yeah. Uh, Azusa Christie will come back. Uh, In... Bring back non hyper Misao. Uh, uh, May Suruga is making her DDT debut soon, and I think run a singles match between Saki Akai and Mesa Ruga. That's exactly what I was that's what I was thinking too as well. Like you could do wherever they do it, they could just have the singles match fine. Uh, and yeah. it, it, I think it would be worthwhile uh, to do that. So yeah, those would kind of be the two I would, I thought of most would be her and uh, Brooks. Uh, would yeah. be kind of the two people I would think that would be uh maybe you could do something with the members of Eruption. Uh, yeah, yeah. like I, go through different singles matches. She's already said that she wants her final match to be a mixed match. Uh, which means I instantly thought of, yeah, she's going to retire versus Yuki Sakaguchi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like I, I do think that Yukiso Kikuchi will be her final opponent. Uh, Higuchi, ha- have a singles match with Higuchi, that would be awesome. Okatani. Okatani. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if, you know, like I said, if they really wanted to go all out and make it special, Brooks versus Saki for the title as a retirement match. We've seen similar stories play out before in Japanese wrestling. I could get down with that. Do you? Here's a question. Do you think she has a, has one last match in stardom? Because for those people that don't know, Saki Akai once challenged for the World of Stardom title. The Red Belt. Yeah, that's the Red Belt. Yeah, you know, that happened a long time ago. Uh, yeah. who, who was the champion? It must have been Yoshiko, because Yoshiko yeah. was in... Yoshiko. Yeah, she was in Neo Bishikigun as well. Yoshiko will return as a part of oh. Neo Bishikigun as well uh, in, that, in that match. But yeah, so that had to be 2014, maybe? 2013, yeah. maybe even sooner, but around that era. Uh, yeah, why not? Like I said, if I mean, well, they're they're probably not going to do that. To be honest, Rossi might oh, not. Be awesome that. though, Rossi, yeah, come Ro- on. <laughs> yeah, Rossi might not do that, but uh, yeah, I mean, she had literally had like one match there. It's not like it was a p- part of her career or anything. Yeah, yeah, but that would be cool. <laughs> Who would you want her to face in in Stardom, and why Who is it Tom Macano? Well, that would be. <laughs> God, like, what kind of story could they craft uh, <laughs> with that? Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know who's a good stylistic fit for her in the company right now. New, like, the next New Blood show. <laughs> Tom Larkino versus Sakya Kai. What a New Blood main event. Hmm. Yeah, I, I could get behind that. I think that would be that would be more interesting for social media hijinks. <laughs> I, I think more than anything. Lady C. S- similar big girl yeah. status there but yeah I, I don't really see that happening either way ddt should make the most out of this retirement road for such guy yeah this is one of the bigger things they have going on like if you if you really look at what the, they're doing right now her retiring is going to be a big deal i think they should definitely try and maximize it to the best of their abilities like you said they've got five or six months to play with here you could do a lot in that time set some big things up for her and make big matches. You could have multiple main events come out of this for their shows leading to her big retirements, which should be a big event as well. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> to bring it back. Uh, to... You know what I think that she should do? I think she should have a match in Noah. Like yeah. with the, yeah. with the women's division. Ma- like her and Ma- yeah. Her and Maya there. Well, yeah, th- that's true. They they could maybe do a tag or something like that yeah. as well. No, I, mean, I don't know how they're going to use the women. Going that is forward. how Noah do the. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Noah weirdly doesn't does like women's matches on their big shows these days. It's I mean, weird. they just they just started that though. Yeah, like, they like, just like, started like, that. Yeah, like literally like a month or two ago. <laughs> so. <laughs> and I think they yeah. started that because they saw New Japan do it, and they exactly. were like. Yeah, we're doing it also now. I yeah, guess. absolutely. That's exactly the reason why I go get there. But they did talk about bringing a GHC women's title, and if that happens soon, like I mean, I don't know if it will or not. But if it did, you could put her in there, like give her a run, yeah. make get some emotion out of it. You know, I, I could get down with that. But I think she should definitely at least have one match. I mean, it honestly could be anybody. And again, even that the Yuki feud was not noteworthy really in her career. It was like a very small part of her career. Oh, I thought overall. it was good, though. It was really. It good. was good, yeah. Well, Yuki's an amazing wrestler. Anything she does is good. Uh, you know, like it was good, but it wasn't like something that 
to me, when you think of her, like her career, it's the Obishikigun one, and then Eruption two is like the, the main things of her career yeah. and the things around it. And you know, everything else was not as well fleshed out. But it, you could do some big things with her as well. And uh, also, maybe coming in early on, you know, she was unique style, great look, r- rookie winner in uh, Tokyo Sports, the corrupt <laughs> uh, Tokyo Sports voting yeah. uh, going in there. Uh, you know, so, you know, anything she does, that should be what it revolves around mostly. But if you want to, I think the Noah thing could be good for all parties involved. Noah needs more, have somebody different on their shows, get set up a big match between her and some of the people you've got, uh, and you can do something with it. So that's one thing I do hope for. That's on my wish list for her. Be a Noah for one of these matches and knock that off your checklist. I definitely recommend everyone to go and check out the the thread the thread they did of her of the whole press conference where they where the DDT English uh, account translated all that was said because she said a lot of interesting stuff there and it, it was a very like it, it it I am so happy that she's walking out when she wants to walk out and not because she gets injured or something. I said this with Himika earlier in over in Stardom that she's at least what she is as at least retiring on her own uh for her own reason and not because she's injured. And that that always makes me happy. <laughs> because I hate to see someone's someone who wants to keep going get be forced to not be uh go. Yeah, and I think anybody would feel that way, obviously, as a fan. I mean, she grew into somebody who was a very valuable member of both rosters, you know. And, I mean, you know, she's 36 at this point, you know. And for for a Jushi yeah. wrestler, that's, you know, she's really survived a long way and come a long way. Uh, so to see her come in, I mean, that's really cool and, and survive her career. And now, uh, the next time she appears in the Yakuza series, she'll be able to actually fight people because... <laughs> Uh, in the game, she wouldn't fight her. Uh, this person who was bullying somebody else, she wouldn't save him because she couldn't fight as a wrestler. So you had to jump in and fight for her. Now the next time she'll be able to fight because she won't be. She won't have the constraints of being a wrestler anymore. The, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The most important thing about uh, the press conference was also that Takagi said that. Uh, Sakakai will always be part of the DDT family, and she got really touched by that, and that, that is awesome. I'm sure she'll show up too for special appearances here, yeah. there, like in the future. But yeah, that that is DDT. They they also confirmed, <laughs> not that we already didn't know that, but they also confirmed Yuji Hino versus Chris Brooks is the main event of Recipe Pan for the KOD Open Open Openweight title. Yeah, I speculate they might even try to change it beforehand if they wanted, but they're comfortable with this. Yeah, uh, it's the logical finish uh, of this whole deal, and I think that, like you said, you know, it was the logical thing. So, so we just got it confirmed right away, which is more than Dragon Gate gave us. <laughs> yeah, with Kobe World, it should be noted. <laughs> should be noted. DDT has announced four matches, five matches, for their for their. Big show of the of the summer, their biggest show of the year, that is happening two weeks after Kobe World, which is Dragon Gate's biggest show of the year. Oh, man, 
that Dragon Gate build is going to be some something special to follow. And you will hear our takes on it here on Dramatic Dream Dragons. So, with that, any last things you want to say before we close the show? Just thank you all for listening. I had a ton of fun talking about DDT, Gleet, Dragon Gate. Always a good time on the Dramatic Dream Dragons. Hopefully you guys enjoyed me too on here. And if you did enjoy me, enjoyed us. We are going to be back on the Eastern Lariat on Sunday. Yeah. We're going to do some big things. Uh, and you'll be on the uh, Russell Update, too, talking about AEW. On yeah. There. So you're, yeah. You're, me and you, very well acquainted <laughs> the next weekend. So lots so, of wrestling going on right now. If if you want to hear our takes on the Best of the Super Junior Finals and Stardom Flashing Champions, go to the Eastern Lariat show on Sunday. If you want to hear our takes on on AEW Double or Nothing, go to Wrestle Update here on the Five Star Network. <laughs> That's right. You get you get double up here, Sandre and Dylan, causing all kinds of ruckus. Uh, We're doing three dragons. Yeah, We're three doing different triple shows. Header, triple header. It's going to be more entertaining than the Supro shows from Dragon Gate. <laughs> That's right. My work rate has to be higher than some of these guys on here. So I think we're, we're, we're finally bringing it in. We're putting in the effort. We're putting in that work. And we're doing it for the people out there. Because as always, we, we always love you. Yeah. And until next time, as always, be ready, wake up, and go. Go!